That's me. Oh, hi. Uh, uh, hello. Welcome to Are We There Yet? Uh, we watch anime and learn about it. I'm Tess Dugan, uh, uh, the bad weeb. Hey, I'm D. Hollander. I've seen anime. And I'm D. Brenda Hollander McCullough. Gonzalez. Hold on. Oh, it's D. Hollander Gonzalez. I'm married. See, we're all forgetting stuff. It's not just get, me. Yeah, I needed to get that in there. And I'm Brenda McCullough. Your empty wood only child. See, I remember how I do my intro, even though mine changes every week. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you are the one who needs to plan ahead, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I was writing it one time, like, while talking to D. <laughs> D called me up, like, you write, and I'm Brenda McCullough. I'm like, yeah, because if I don't, I will not say it. Like, I will forget to say it. <laughs> I have to write my whole name. Uh Gotta see it in front of you to remember. Your uh, your um, object permanence isn't great. Oh, it's it's all going. It's all downhill. It's <laughs> hitting hard. <laughs> uh, speaking of all downhill, how how are y'all doing? Hey. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a hot second, and the world is bad. And my check engine light came on today. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. and I'm supposed to drive from Northern California to Southern California for Thanksgiving this week. Week of recording. Yikes. So, that stinks, but we'll figure it out. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Getting flashbacks to the last time you drove down, and same thing happens. That was last Christmas. It was the the overheating TM. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, well, how are you? How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we took a break. I, I got married. Yay! Yay! A uh, good thing. And then, still, that... It was it was going to be a beacon of light, but uh, it did not quite cut through the level of darkness of the world we're in. So uh, now we're just vibing still. We're riding the wave. It's a, it's a rough go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a medical condition that's not getting any better, and I'm on the last ditch effort for medicine. So we'll see how it goes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Is Brendan gonna pass? I God, hope I not. hope so. No! <laughs> Oops, uh, different ends of the spectrum. Uh, place your bets. Uh, <laughs> the finale is, I die. No, uh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of which, uh, definitely just because of the medical condition advancing and not uh, not as, well, me in particular uh, d- being d- defeated by the world, uh, we-, we got... We got two more for you. Yeah. Hey, besties. Uh, hey, hey. Bring it in, gang. Bring it in. Hey. Take a knee. Uh, we can't do it. <laughs> the we world, love you. The world, we said, let's take a break for Tess to get married. Oh, my God. So exciting. And then everything um, just kept happening. So we want to focus our energies elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I love Every single time we've taken a break of any stint, either just like, hey, holidays coming up, we're a little busy, we're skipping a week. Hey, some life stuff's happening, we're skipping like two weeks. Hey, we're taking like a month and a half off. It We've consistently gotten worse every time we've come back. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. We've never gotten better on this podcast. Uh, I sincerely fear that uh, the day of our finale uh, is the day uh, World War Three actually starts. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'm scared that that will be where we're at. But hey, um, yeah, that's why talking about anime doesn't feel so good, right, guys? <laughs> well, hey, hold on. <laughs> well, anime is my escapism. I'll always talk about it. Yeah, but I after. Mean, 240-some episodes and Tess refusing to watch any show. I think we can all agree the experiment's done. It depends. <laughs> Paul and I had a lengthy conversation about ping pong again the other day. It depends <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's We got a solid no, we got a solid yes, and then we got a good maybe. We've hit the spectrum of anime watching. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I will say because... Uh, we won't cover it. Uh, the, <laughs> I uh, watched all of the Scott Pilgrim anime uh, oh. today, and it is delightful. Yeah. So, yeah. We watched, not, uh, so, Paul and I watched man. the first two episodes, what? and I was like, what the fuck is happening? But in, like, a good way. So, mm-hmm. excited Actually, to watch the I'm, rest. I haven't watched any of it yet, but I have heard it's good. Um, I am curious if that would qualify as, as anime, because it's done by a Japanese studio, but it's a Canadian source material, so I wonder where that falls within the anime to Avatar Last Airbender spectrum. Yeah, it's a good question. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Curious. We'll never figure it out, because no. we're not touching that one. We'll let <laughs> people who uh, want to think on it longer talk about that. It's not us. We'll let people who still have some light in their life to discuss their hobbies figure that out, because <laughs> it ain't us anymore. Yeah, uh, anyone, if, you're, uh, if there's hope in your heart and light in your... Uh, eyes then godspeed take over the i don't want to say we inspired you because that's uh <laughs> we certainly didn't but um uh, f- infuriated you enough to go hey i could do better than this yeah which is fair yeah yeah actually out of spite hey out of spite out of mind i i was i was gonna say f you to the audience but no, <laughs> no, that that was too rude, even as a bit. I'm sorry. I love you all. Aww. Hey, I'll say it. Fuck them, listeners. We ain't taking recommendations anymore. The show's ending. I don't care what you think anymore. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. I never cared what you thought. Oh, no. I guess I, uh, you know. Whatever. What are we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing besides just yelling at people who go out of their way to listen to us and enjoy our company? He, he, he. Uh well, it's it's time. There's there's like a couple big ones that even I, an idiot, know about. <laughs> a certified and, anime idiot. Yeah, and and one of them because there's so many memes. Mm. Just the virality of these memes is unparalleled. Uh, we're watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full Woo. Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Yep. Which is also a meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, have either of you watched this? Um, I remember catching, like, late episodes of the original Full Metal Alchemist series, I guess on Adult Swim, and I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and then I've definitely seen at least, like, the first ten episodes of Brotherhood. Maybe more? I genuinely don't remember. But I have seen portions of both series oh nice. yes i'm surprised by that it, it i feel like it wouldn't have been one you would well you wouldn't choose now 
It's iconic. So, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I don't like choosing a favorite with anything because I'm uh, indecisive, but I would say Full Metal Alchemist is my favorite, easily favorite anime series hmm. of all time. Um, I've watched the original. I've watched Brotherhood multiple times. I've watched the movies. I've played the games. I've read the manga. Wow. I love it. It's very good. And if anyone's got hot takes about what episodes we're watching or that we're watching Brotherhood instead of the original series, I don't care. I have my own opinions and we've overruled them because we got an episode to do. Brendan made that clear. It's <laughs> He does not care what any of you think. He's Which owning we- his role as the heel of the podcast <laughs> in these last two. <laughs> I, listen, we could talk like... Do I got strong opinions about ReZero and Hunter and X Hunter? Yeah, doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I got opinions about Brotherhood, and I will fight to the death about any of them for no reason. Oh no, he's starting to fight us to the death. We're going to watch the first three episodes. <laughs> Get in the dog, Ed. It's October 3rd. Hey, we're back. Hey. <laughs> that was... Hey. God. I, I got them, right? I, yeah. I got them all. Yeah. Nailed them both. <laughs> well, that sucked. <laughs> technically, Ed isn't in the dog, but that's, you know, that's all right. Uh, I we won't get over it. Yeah, right up top. We're not watching the dogs episode. No. It, you're not going to have the emotional impact you would with Brotherhood. It's, we're just not doing it. Mm. Getting that out of the gate right away. We hey, know it. I've been on the internet. I know. it. It's a, a girl and a dog and a sick dad. Yep. Cool. Yep. Sick right. daddy. Um, but hey, we're watching different parts mm-hmm. of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask, uh, Brendan... Mm-hmm. Uh, offline has mentioned that he will be lore master of this <laughs> series because uh, I know they're. I don't want to invoke the wars between the series, but <laughs> I. Un, it's my understanding that Brotherhood is kind of a condensed, at least in parts, version of the original. Uh, is that fair? So the original series started while the manga was still going, and then they caught up and had to make their own ending. Brotherhood started when the manga's finished, so it was able to be canon, but they were like, we don't want to spend 25 episodes retelling what the original series told. So Brotherhood said, we're going to condense this to about like 11 episodes mm-hmm. of what the original series covered, and we're going to just speed right through that. Mm-hmm. And then Brotherhood, like after episode 11, goes down its own path. So Okay. For people who are interested in the series and have the time, I do genuinely recommend watching both series because the original series covers the beginnings a lot more in depth and gives them a lot more time to grow. Yeah. Whereas with Brotherhood, we see a little bit in these first three episodes, they kind of really rush. The pacing's pretty off because they assume you already watched the first series and they don't want to just waste your time. They want to get through it as quick as possible. Yeah. So the pacing's Mm. pretty bad in these first few episodes. But Brotherhood is overall canon and the better series. Mm. Okay, thank you for that uh, because I 
I definitely was getting the feeling in these first few episodes of, <laughs> wow, this certainly is like a multi-episode arc that feels squeezed into an episode and a half. Um, yes. But, but yeah, uh, not that it hit poorly. It was just like, oh, that be, oh, that be, oh, it's done. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I believe episode three of Brotherhood is maybe like five to six episodes in the original series. So it's Great. real condensed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for choosing the series. Okay, <laughs> episode one. So, um, so there's there's discussion of the freezing alchemist. Ah, oh, a, a a villain, a dastardly criminal out on the streets. Um, and this discussion is between, um, God, the the Führer. Yeah. Just call him Bradley. It's fine. Yep, Bradley from henceforth, mm-hmm. uh, and Commander Mustang are there discussing. Uh, they're like, "Oh, we gotta get this guy off the streets," and oh, we also got these two new hotshot uh, detectives. Uh, just kidding, they're alchemists. Uh, they're <laughs> yeah, they're the Elrich brothers. They're uh, uh, Ed and Alphonse and. They're but wee boys. They are children, but they'll get the job done, I promise. <laughs> I was over here in the corner giggling at the thought of just calling the leader of your entire country. Hey, Brad. What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad. <laughs> hey, Lee Man. What's Brad, up? Lee Dog. <laughs> dabbing him up. Dab, 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 dab. <laughs> uh, I mean, much better than the alternative, so yeah. I'll take it. His like first name is also King, which I also I was going to say, I, I remember hearing King Bradley. I did not realize that was his name. I yeah. thought that was another oh. title he had. Is there a Boy. reason for it? Yes. Is it discussed way down the line? Yes. Mm. So not now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. Then we don't have to go into detail. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, we get the freezing alchemist going through alleyways. Ooh, the police corner him, but... Oh, he's so skilled, he freezes them. And we see uh, our two main boys, the brothers, bust through a wall. And uh, one, giant suit of armor. The other, a boy, like you would expect from being a boy. Uh, uh, And uh, they capture him, but oh no, he escapes. Oh no. Ooh. Uh, So, um... Uh, they go back to headquarters, uh, uh, the <laughs> alchemist base or whatever, uh, and uh, they get in trouble because, oh, you're too much of a loose cannon. Uh, didn't read <laughs> too the Too immature, 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Why aren't you an army man like me? Um, so we get the briefing. This is uh, uh, the freezing alchemist is Isaac McDougall. Uh, an ex-government alchemist uh, who joined a resistance movement, and uh, uh, whatever his rank, Hughes, comes in, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, I'm your military dad. Uh, you're coming home with me. <laughs> you can uh, tell Isaac's evil because he's Scottish. Yeah. McDougal. Uh, yeah, that's any name that sounds like that is evil. <laughs> Sounds not, like both of our names. Not just some guy from like your algebra two yeah. class. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, takes the boys home, uh, 
his his loving wife cooks them dinner, uh, and Alphonse in the big ol' armor says, "Oh, he can't take it off for dinner." Hmm. hmm? What? What could? What could this be? What? Part of his training. Um. So then we see the freezing alchemist breaks into prison. He's looking to team up with the Crimson Alchemist, a different guy. He's like, mm, pass. <laughs> Again, plays a bigger role later on, but it is really funny. Just like, it's some, some fucking asshole in jail. It doesn't matter, like, in this first episode. Uh, we just need to establish other people have cool nicknames like that. Yeah. <laughs> How great would it be to have, like, a personalized title for your job? Mm. Uh, the dream. Uh, to be respected. Oh, um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that far. It must be realistic. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, back back to the boys. Dinner reminded them of their mom's cooking, and they talk about how they want their old bodies back. Uh, as uh, Mister Freeze is plotting against uh, Bradley, and we see. Oh, I know this man. I know this interesting man from the internet. Um, All Might Yeah (laughs) Uh, We have The Strong Arm Alchemist Armstrong Uh, He's He's a uh, Old school pugilist uh, With his curly blonde Mustache and uh, He confronts uh, Mr. Freeze to Distract him while the boys uh, Get his attention uh, he's drawing sigils all around the city, uh, to, uh, essentially put up big ol' ice barricades and trying to freeze out the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, they question his strength and they're like, oh, this alchemist has to have a philosopher's stone. That's how he's so strong. Um, and, um... Yeah, Armstrong's mission is to go erase one of the sigils to uh, stop the spell, and the boys are going to hold him off. Um, So uh, as they're fighting, uh, uh, Freeze knocks off Alphonse's helmet, and there's no head in there! Ah! Whoa! Um, And yeah, we see a small sigil in blood on the inside. Uh, so he's like, oh, I see. You're such good alchemist for being kids, cause you done made devil deals, didn't ya? <laughs> you messed with the forbidden magic. You done fucked up. Uh, you thought you were so good you could break the rules and do human alchemy. Wow. Hubris. Um, and that's, uh, uh, we also see Ed lost his arm and also is heart metal but Mm -hmm. very importantly also to uh be very important to know on the internet uh the full metal one is not the full metal one it's the uh the full metal one i wish i wish they named edward the uh the partial metal alchemist (laughs) part Mm. metal alchemist part metal alchemist (laughs) semi (laughs) right arm and left leg metal alchemist (laughs) it's real wordy um Uh, so yeah, they uh, keep fighting. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, then we see uh, uh, he he uh, 
uses his own blood uh, to uh, be water to freeze. And he's using that. Uh, and he starts limping away. And he sees, oh, Bradley's in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to, like, also, you calling him Mr. Freeze? I'm not going to say freezing Central Command was a good idea. But calling him <laughs> Mr. Freeze really does like, yeah, this guy's kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. He's a little silly. Yeah. Uh, I just also love the thought of John Wilkes Booth has this big old plan. He's he's running away, and then Lincoln is just standing there <laughs> in the alley, just ready to beat him up with a sword. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like like oh he's the president. It's like ah uh, he's also like the highest ranking military person for a reason. It's like mm. he's not just some old guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bradley kills him. Uh, uh, an Armstrong breaks the sigil, and then, cool. Uh, they save the day. Uh, so, uh, they go back, and, uh, and Bradley gave Commander Mustang credit for the capture. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. Suspicious? I don't know. It doesn't come up. Um. Government? Nah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Armstrong goes to the young boy's room and strips for their recovery. Okay, episode two. Hey. hey that helps any injury. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, like, it's inconsequential to us, but I think it's funny that you were calling them sigils and spells because I feel like if you said that to a character in the show that does alchemy, they'd be like, it's science! It's science! <laughs> How dare you! I, shut up! Yeah. It's like, we've all seen Owl House. They're sigil. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so, yes, episode two. Uh, this is where we get, like, the little intro that's in every episode. Mm-hmm. Narrator explains that alchemy takes existing matter and makes it into something else, but it's got to be equivalent exchange. That's the whole God. thing in this show. Equivalent exchange. You can't make something out of nothing. Also, human transmutation is taboo. Don't do it. If you don't remember that, don't worry. They say it every other line. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's the opening, which is like the opening of all time. I'll never skip this opening. Yeah. I, it, I've seen a few clips of, I don't know, pronounce the performer's name, you, Yui. Yui, um, Performing it. And it's, you get chills because it is the entire arena. Singing along with him because everyone knows every word of it from the show. I just love it. I think visually it's really good and the song is just so hype. If you're on YouTube making, oh, my top 50 anime openings of all time videos and this isn't in there, you have no taste. (laughs) Just learn your history. Yeah. Um, So, Edward and Alphonse are on a train to investigate a priest in a town called Lior who says he can alchemize out of thin air. And they're like, okay, he's gotta be lying. It's gotta be like sleight of hand or something. That's not how science works here. No. I'd love to see him like just doing sleight of hand. (laughs) Is this your card? (gasps) Wizard. Your dead grandfather. (laughs) Yes, but he's still dead. Oh. (laughs) You just dug him up. Their weekend at burning him. Um, <laughs> they didn't see the movie out here. Shh, don't ruin it for me. Um, so, and then we get a flashback to a young Ed reading about Philosopher's Stones. Uh, there isn't much info on them, but in the present, 
That's what they're looking for. They're trying to amplify their alchemic powers to get their bodies back. Um, And then even further in the past than that flashback, uh, their mom finds baby Al and Ed in their father's study, teaching themselves about alchemy. Um, Ed drew a transmutation circle on the ground, and he makes a little bird from the wood and the floor. And their mom is really impressed and proud that they taught themselves that. Because their dad isn't around to teach them because he sucks. Sucks. Um, But unfortunately, that summer, their mom passed away. And time. From an illness. Um, I feel like... Quickest appearance to death run I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like at least in my knowledge of like anime pop culture, this Mm -hmm. is like the original like side ponytail. Your mom's gonna die. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the dead mom hairstyle. Because the OG series, the series you know came after the manga. And yeah. Then, you know, the series was like 2008 or something. So like, yeah, this was pretty early on mm-hmm. to kick off that trend. Iconic. Also, really quick, I want to just point out, I never realized how dumpy their childhood home is. It's all lopsided and like <laughs> squiggly. And like, I'm sure that's helped to paint, like, the rustic, you know, yeah. town that they're in. And, like, it's a flashback. But it's hilarious to see now in hindsight. <laughs> Goofy. Yeah. Um, hee-hee. So, yeah, they're, they're sitting at their mom's grave in the cemetery. Al mentions their dad, and Ed gets upset because he didn't even show up for their mom's funeral. Truly a piece of garbage man. Um, I've got two kids by 26 and dead. Um... Uh, Ed wonders if they can bring their mom back with alchemy. Al reminds him that the books say that you shouldn't do that. And Ed is like, that's why we're going to keep it a secret. Then it's okay. (laughs) Don't narc to the books. As long as God doesn't know. Yes, hide it from God's eyes. (laughs) I I mean, that's the the show. You just summed everything up right there. Yeah. Um, Their friend, Fwend. Fwend? Their friend, Winwee. (laughs) (laughs) their friend winry comes to the cemetery and tells them i don't even remember what she said she like was trying to make them feel better and be like don't cry uh but ed yells at her because she cries for her parents all the time uh they're eating dinner with winry and her grandma because that's where they live now uh ed won't drink his milk and grandma says that he'll stay short and he does i also (laughs) milk, so relatable uh, the next day or something, <laughs> Winry tells them that they have to pay more attention in class, uh, because, uh, they're reading a book that isn't class material, and she's like, what is that? And, uh, they say it's a secret, again. Um, and they leave her to, uh, work on their secret taboo alchemy. So, very condensed, we get... <laughs> for years that they've worked hard and studied under like a regular alchemy teacher is her name izumi izumi curtis my love my beloved she's great um they study under izumi and uh are secretly trying to bring their mom back and they get really good at alchemy yeah we are like time skipping like five years yeah (laughs) like in this like (laughs) two scene montage yeah um i also just to mention because it is pretty iconic There's Mm -hmm. an outtake of the English dub where Winry yells, Don't be late for dinner! Grandma's making stew tonight! (laughs) And Alphonse's voice actor goes, Fuck yeah! 
yeah, which is <laughs> just great. And I said that while I was watching it because I was like, it's not, it's that. That's canon. I, I was like, already, episode one, so much culture. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm really taking it in. I forgot while watching it, but like that scene happened. I'm like, this is conjuring some memory, but not of this scene. What am I thinking of? And that's it. Yep. That's what I was Yep. Something wow. worse happened here. <laughs> Something just happened. Um, so, yes. Uh, they're in their old house. Ed is listing out the ingredients that make up a human. Iconic. Again. Iconic. Um, I have it on a shirt. Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of text on a shirt. I would have believed it. Um, <laughs> I have much dumber shirts. <laughs> They draw a big old transmutation circle and put the ingredients in the center and drop some of their blood into it. Feels bad. Seems like a bad (laughs) idea. When has this ever backfired? Anytime in history. Um, So they put their hands to the circle, but something seems wrong. I will say, at least they are literal children and justified in their arrogance of like, we're better than everyone in recorded history. And not like... A full adult who's like, your ignorance is not excusable here. Yeah. Um, an eye opens in their transmutation circle, a big old eye, and Al starts getting dragged away and ripped apart by little hands. Bye. Digitized. Oops. I'll miss you. Uh, and Ed loses his leg. And then suddenly... <laughs> the unknowable comprehensive force really picking favorites there. You're fully dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take just a leg from you, though. <laughs> <laughs> this was most of what I needed for this, mm, but I need a little bit more. A little Just bit. A little bit. Um, suddenly, he's in a white void with a big door behind him, and there's a spooky, shadowy figure sitting in front of him. Uh, and he says, who are you? Where am I? And they say that they're the world, or the universe, or God, or truth, or maybe all of it. Um, the door opens, and drags Ed in and he's screaming and he falls into darkness and is shown all of the information for forever. Anything that's ever existed. And he begs for it to stop. He thinks he sees his mom and he reaches out, but then all of a sudden he's out of the door. Um, And he says that he wasn't wrong about human transmutation. He was just missing something. So he says, let me see it again. Uh, But the figure says that that's all he gets to see for uh, giving up his leg. And then uh, he's back in their old house. He's screaming and crying. It's devastating. This is devastating. (laughs) This is a child. We love watching children play with forces beyond comprehension Mm -hmm. in this house. And paying the consequences. I do truly love this series. It is truly one of my favorites. While you were recapping that uh, experience, I was just thinking of Mickey Mouse saying, The Door to Darkness! <laughs> did someone <laughs> say did, The Door to Darkness? It did ruin it a bit for me, and I did it to myself. <laughs> um, so he yells for help. He says, This isn't how it was supposed to happen. And then there's something in the middle of their transmutation circle. But it's not their mom. Or is it? It's not human. Debatable. (laughs) It's icky, looks bad, and it dies right away. Um, Uh, hmm? If we want a spoiler for the OG series, uh, this is is a point that deviates from the OG series, I'll Mm. say, and Brotherhood. So without spoiling too much, this is a point of contention. Oh. Yeah. 
whether it's their mom or not? Kinda. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he yells for Al. He wants his brother back. He's all he has. He drags himself to the suit of armor and draws that symbol in it, begging for his brother back. He'll give anything. Uh, and then we're back in the present with Roy Mustang and Mays Hughes in Central. Um, Hughes gives Roy the file on Isaac McDougal. And there's some words in there and neither of them know what it is. It was funny because I missed it and Paul was sitting next to me and he was like, they're just some random words. And I was like, I'm still going to rewind it just in case. And then it truly was (laughs) just like a mess of letters in the subtitles. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it's alchemy. It's alchemy in a different part of the world. Uh, Basically. Okay. They just call it something else. Got it. Um, Yeah, so neither of them know what that is. Uh, Maze asks Roy how the Elrics are doing, and he asks why he made Ed Ed a state alchemist when he's still so young, and that he'll have to go through hell, and Roy thinks to himself that those two have already been through hell. Um, Back in the past, Roy sees their transmutation circle in their house with the blood in the middle, and he asks where they are. Um, He goes to Winry's house, Winry and Grandma, the Rockwells, um, and Rock Bell. Isn't it Rock Bell? Yeah. Bell, yeah. Oh, maybe I saw it wrong. I thought the sign said Rockwell. No. <laughs> um, yeah, the Rock Bell's house. And he bursts in and he grabs Ed and asks what they made. Al just asks for forgiveness and keeps saying that he's sorry over and over again. They're traumatized. <laughs> I always feel more sympathy for Al because it's like, I get that I'm a seven foot suit of armor. I am 11 years old. I'm a baby boy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to cry, but I don't have tear ducts anymore. Yeah. Um, So Roy sits with them and says that he didn't expect Ed to be such a talented alchemist at his age and that he should definitely be a state alchemist. Yes, child soldier. Yes, please come join us. <laughs> Best option out of anything. I know in that the you just world. like went through the most traumatic thing anybody in the world could possibly experience, but I really think you should join the military. And that's how it is. That's how <laughs> that's high school military recruiters are. God, <laughs> we don't have therapy in this universe, but we do have child soldiers. Hey, um, yeah, like they're like, oh, it'll be rough, but you'll be able to research stuff that you can't access now uh, and maybe even find a way to get your bodies back. And Winry's grandma is immediately like, no, absolutely not. Um, It'll be tough, but you know that bear you poked and ripped your arm and leg off and (laughs) ate your brother? You can poke so many more bears in the military. We have so (laughs) many bears. Just lousy with bears. (laughs) Which is also a dating app. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Lousy. <laughs> uh, so TM. TM. Yeah. <laughs> TM, TM, Can't take that from us. <laughs> um, Winry brings uh, the woman that's with Roy. Her name is Riza. Uh, Winry brings Riza some tea, and she asks her if she's ever shot anyone. Riza says yes, and Winry says she hates soldiers. She may be young, but she has the right opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have one episode after this. I'm going hard. If you don't like me, if you... Wait. (laughs) 
if you like please don't it. tell me please don't tell us <laughs> don't if you don't like it. Can't handle it keep Can't it to yourself it. i'm sinking sinking my own ship <laughs> um so yeah she hates soldiers they took her parents and they died and now they also want ed and al but Riza is like, no, it's their choice. They have to choose to come with us. These children who were telling uh, that they'll be able to do things that they can't do here. Um, and again, Roy like emphasizes, even though the road will be tough, there's always the possibility that you'll learn how to get your bodies back. Really, you know, driving it home, tempting them <laughs> to join the military. We also got super cool action figures. Yeah. Again, you are 12. <laughs> We have candy. You want a Tootsie Pop? The worst candy? Um, Apparently the recipe's been the same ever since they made it back in the 18th century, so that makes sense. Fascinating. Uh, Riza says that she became a soldier because there's someone she has to protect. And then she and Roy leave. Um, As they're walking down the road, she says that Ed had a dead look in his eyes, whereas Roy saw fire. Uh, grandma is prepping Ed for getting his auto mail, the arm and the leg. Uh, and she says that the rehabilitation will take three years, but he's going to do it in one because he wants to get his brother's body back. Like, I know it's the fantasy part of it. I know it's the, like, protagonist is plucky enough to just break the laws of, you know, written medical history. (laughs) But I would love to see where it's like, I'm going to do my rehabilitation in a third of the years everyone else. It's like, hey, you damaged your ligaments so much it's gonna take seven years now like you fucked up yeah also you're 13 years old yeah (laughs) um flash forward though he's sparring with al uh he's doing great he's got his arm and leg um he transmutes his auto male arm into a blade without a circle (gasps) uh and al is impressed and ed is kind of confused and he says you didn't see it referring to the stuff behind the truth door which is, again, extremely, like, intriguing, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, Winry gets mad at him for transmuting the automail she made. They tease each other. Whatever. Um, back in Central, but still in the past, <laughs> uh, Bradley meets Ed. He's here for his state alchemist test. He transmutes a blade, like, from the floor and points it at Bradley, saying that he should be more careful how he conducts these tests because anybody can get in there and do what he just did. Um, but he's so fast with his sword. Oh my god, he cut the blade in half and he didn't even see him move. <gasps> wow. So fast. Uh, we see Winry and Al back at home. She asks if they're gonna leave if Ed becomes a state alchemist. And Al says yes. Uh, and Edward does pass. It's official. He's a dog of the military. The Full Metal Alchemist. It's the title Hooray. of the show. Take a drink every time they say Full Metal Alchemist. You be pretty fucking drunk by now <laughs> uh and then back in the present present uh their train is almost to lior and edward wonders if this is where they'll find a lead to get al's body back and i'm gonna go for no since there's 61 <laughs> more episodes <laughs> gonna, t- gonna take a wild shot in the dark here probably not <laughs> that's absurd. there's a super long fight on the train that lasts 15 episodes <laughs> it takes a minute the ending so we- this ending is also very good Fantastic, iconic. Uh, we joke, but Hunter X Hunter's like Chimera and Arc is half the entire series. <laughs> so like, <laughs> shows have done that. Uh, uh, episode three. Uh, I feel like this is the one that um, feels the most rushed 
the pacing of this one I feel is the most off because it condenses so much to it. Yeah. The others were pretty pretty good about it. Um, starts off, we get the same recap of what alchemy is, get the same opening, how it all works. Then it starts off with a priest giving a sermon over the radio in the town of Lior. And the brothers are getting lunch at a little cafe nearby. As they're leaving, Al stands up and bumps his head on the roof, knocking the radio off, breaking it. And everyone's like, ah, you broke, you broke my radio, ah. guy, come on! And I was like, oh, don't worry. He draws a alchemy circle. He's able to send energy through it and repairs the radio. Brand new. Everyone's like, oh, you can do miracles like Father Cornello at the church. The one who's giving the sermon right now. Oh, convenience. Hmm. So they go, they go to see what this is all about. Because people are saying they're touched by the sun god Leto. Like, let's see who this Leto is. Jared? <laughs> no. God, no. God, no. Only slightly better. Hmm. Um. They introduce themselves to the townsfolk. We get the whole joke of the mix-up of like, but he's the big full metal alchemist and you're the little one. And Ed gets mad. It's funny uh, I every time. I do love this series. That joke is constant. <laughs> it is so much. Yeah, uh, I truly didn't know that it was pointed out every time. I thought it truly was the internet's like, you know, it's not Frankenstein's monster. It's uh, <laughs> uh, the full metal one isn't actually the full metal. I didn't know they say it in every episode. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty. It does stop at a certain point, but at least early on, it is. I think every episode, uh, they ask about the sermon, and the townsfolk say that Father Cornello is a local priest who came into town and has been performing miracles, and even said to be able to resurrect the dead. <gasps> so he's got quite a following pretty quickly. Uh, someone using a religion as a false cover to uh, profit for themselves? No, oh, never. Mm-hmm. Um, brothers go to see him at the sermon and uh, he's got a huge crowd out front and we see him clutch a flower petal out of the air and transforms it into this i'm still not sure what it is it's like a large crystal sash it's like a sculpture fancy crystal sculpture yeah big crystal sculpture uh but he transforms it out of a flower petal so immediately breaking like three rules of alchemy Mm -hmm. of why that shouldn't be possible and they're like, hmm, something's going on there. And I think I got an idea. And we see Ed looking at his ring, which has a little red stone in it. Uh, so after the crowd disperses, they go inside and they meet meet a lady inside praying at the altar of uh, Leto. The sun guy. Her name is Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's praying as a, a true believer. Hello, true believer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Ed asks if she believes that Leto can bring back the dead. She says yes. He pulls out a little book and starts reading her the chemical makeup of a human body and says that this has been known for quite a while. All these ingredients are something a child could buy at a local market. Uh, and yet no one's been able to bring back someone with the, uh, from the dead. So it's impressive that despite all science's work throughout all of history, no one is able to do it. But uh, this, this priest says that he can. Um, some real Reddit atheism spiel right here (laughs) truly that's how i felt like obviously rose is in very deep and she's like in a cult essentially but the way he goes about saying it it's just like come on edgelord welcome to my dark twisted mind ass (laughs) little guy yeah it's one of those like what you said wasn't wrong but how you said it was Mm -hmm. so so you don't have to be a cock about it that's not gonna convince her no (laughs) Uh, so Ed uh, talks about, recites a little story about uh, there was a guy who made some wax wings and flew a little too close to the sun. Uh, so Greece is canon in this world. The story <laughs> of Icarus exists. Also Leto. Leto is a Greek goddess. 
That's true. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> the idea of just gr- like this whole world is fantasy, and then just actual real world Greece is just somewhere <laughs> in like an ocean, and like the same as we all know it. Um, Ed asks if Father Cornello can redeem an arrogant scientist like himself, like himself, and she agrees to bring him back and meet the father. Upstairs, we see Father Cornello talking with one of his followers, saying the Elric brothers are here. They're they're state alchemists. He's like, ah, shit. They're going to interfere with my plans. We got to stop. Get on down there and stop with the boys. So we go inside and we see the church officials escorting the brothers back into <laughs> like a dungeon out of nowhere. It's a weird juxtaposition with the rest of the church. Uh, and once they're inside, they close the doors and restrain the brothers. They pull out guns and they tell them they can't have them messing up their plan. Hmm. Quickly enough, both brothers are able to defeat the officials and knock them out and knock away their guns because uh, they're highly trained combatants and we see father cornello come out and apologizes for his followers uh says that uh, his is the work of miracles blessed by the sun god leto uh and that's why he's able to defy the alchemic laws that they know ed calls him out saying like yeah i don't believe you and i think your ring is a philosopher's stone and cornello is very quick to be like uh, no what no why would you think that that's not at all what it is and cornello tells rose uh to pick up the gun that the officials drop and to shoot Ed if she is a true believer of Lita. He talks about how uh, she's been loyal to them ever since she came to them after her fiancé died, and he promised to bring her fiancé back to life. I feel like he's dragging his feet a little bit if it's been so long. Yeah. And he said he could do that from day one. Uh, again, I was tired. <laughs> I need a little bit of time. I, the daylight savings really fucked up my sleep schedule. I'm sleepy. I gotta take a nap. Again, this is something else that's really dug in deeper in the original series and really really skimmed up in Brotherhood. Um, So he's like, shoot the boys if you want want your fiancé back. And she's like, ah, I can't do it. She raises the gun at Al. And uh, once again, they are shocked Ed is the real alchemist, not Al. Because she she points at Al because she thinks he's the full metal. Ah. It's the joke again. It's the joke. Whoa! Ed talks, uh, is able to talk Rose down, uh, calming her down a bit, and says that Cornello is lying. She starts to lower the gun, but then hears a noise, gets startled, and shoots. And we see Ed's head fly off. Ah, he's hollow. He's, there's nothing in him. He's fine. What? Um, who? What happens? Uh, they're freaked out that the body's empty. And Cornell uses this saying that these are their punishment and mistakes for defying God. They were cursed with these horrible bodies. And uh, he says, if Rose can't take care of you, maybe my chimera will. <gasps> and releases an abomination that's like, half lion, half lizard fish, and starts attacking the boys. We see the Chimera's able to scratch scratch through stone, and Cornello brags about his claws being sharp enough to cut through iron as it chews on Ed's arm, and Ed laughs and says, Good thing I my arm's made of steel. Got him. Got, got him. Basic metallology. Dumb monster. <laughs> in case you forgot, I'm an alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> Even if his arm was iron, yeah, he could have just changed it to any other metal. Um, Cornello tells Rose that the brothers uh, are being punished for being blasphemers, and then he turns his cane into a Gatling gun and starts shooting at them and her. Uh, uh, Al quickly picks Rose up and protects her from the bullets, while Ed... Yeah, he beats the Chimera at this point. (laughs) I didn't even write that down. Uh, Beats the Chimera, and they they both run out of the room, uh, escaping the gunfire. Cornello sends the rest of the church followers after him. And surprisingly, they're all pretty heavily armed for being a church. Mm. Mm. And the brothers escape because 
they're church officials. They're not soldiers. They're easily knocked out. Uh, and the brothers escape with Rose. We see Al and Rose at the top of the church steeple. Uh, and we see Al taking down one of the bells and uh, rigging something up to him while talking to Rose. He talks about what happened to their bodies and how they were trying to get their mom back and trying to resurrect the dead just like she wants. And this is the price they paid for it. And it's really emphasizing that no one comes back from the dead. I, not even her fiance. I don't know. I guess I've seen this part in the original series because mm-hmm. I remember doesn't Father Cornello like he's like I'm gonna take you to see your boyfriend and he's like a bird chimera and it's like gross and scary yeah so in the original series uh, Rose gets tempted and starts like fluctuating in her doubt mm. so Father Cornello speeds up the promise he made to her and he's like hey instead of like I already brought your fiance back mm. here he is in this room and he's behind, like, a curtain, uh, and it's just, like, the silhouette. And he, he's saying, no, I don't think he's saying anything, but he's kind of, like, just, yeah, stagnant and, like, kind of weird. Uh, and then when they come back, and Ed pulls back the curtain, and, yeah, he's, like, this weird parrot abomination person. Yeah. I, re- I remember that. I remember that being, like, you know, in, I mean, not every, like, short arc like this in an anime, because it's not very long in the original either. No. Uh it doesn't all have to be impactful like that. Clearly they thought it didn't matter in the, you know, movement from that to this. But yeah. it's impactful. It's like, ooh. Huh. Yeah, it's it's to say, like, both series, like, the fiancé was never coming back. It was just bait to yeah. trick Rose into believing. But it's like, we're trying to get this done in one episode. We don't have to draw the weird parrot man. Yeah. <laughs> so they speed it up. Um, and he says... Uh, Al says to Rose that they only wanted to fix their mistakes. That's what they're trying to do now. And Rose pleads to him, asking that, or kind of begging to him that Father Cornello can't succeed where they failed. Uh, more so trying to convince herself than Al. Uh, meanwhile, Ed is inside Cornello's office, just lounging, waiting to confront him when he comes back. And he tells Cornello that he's like, hey, you tell me what's really going on here, because I know you're full of shit. Uh, and if you tell me the truth, I won't tell the military about the little cult you got growing here, and I'll let you keep doing what you want. So Cornello gets arrogant, starts giving him his big villain monologue, Mm -hmm. uh, telling him that he tricked all these followers into believing him because he can defy the laws of alchemy. Uh, Once he gets enough followers, he'll be loyal to him. He'll have an army. He'll start taking over the country bit by bit, and he'll be a king, basically. Uh, Ed is laughing. Says, like, you dumb fucking idiot, you absolute <laughs> buffoon, you moron, you gluttonous oaf, and pulls out a switch that is connected to a giant megaphone that is the bell that Al is taking down and rigging up that is broadcasting their conversation to the whole city. Got him once more. Got him. Got him. Oh. And Cornello is furious, obviously, because his whole plans were just ruined and goes to turn his cane into a Gatling gun again. Gatling gun again. <laughs> and Ed is able to dash up and cut him off because he won't let him do that a second time. So uh, Cornello's gun's like cut in half. And he's like, ah, I don't think you can get away from me this time. And goes to transform the gun again. But the Philosopher's Stone rebounds. It backfires like we saw with the other guy. And it, the gun fuses with Cornello's hand, turning it into like a weird metal hodgepodge monstrosity. Gross! It's nasty. And he says he's the chosen one of Leto. He won't be defied. And he uses the stone again, and he like his whole body starts changing and getting bigger and hulking out. And he starts chasing down Ed, fighting him. 
and he claims to be the fist of God himself. And Ed says, oh, you want to be God, eh? And uses the statue of Leto to, like, alchemy bends the stone <laughs> arm from the statue to punch uh, Cornello. You know, using the fist of God to stop the fist of God. Mm-hmm. Metaphorical. Uh, and but that kind of, like, knocks him out and he shrinks down. And Ed runs up to try and wrestle the ring away from him. And as he does, we see the stone in the ring kind of dissolve and just evaporate like we did in the first episode. And Ed is very disheartened. It's a fake because the pure one wouldn't dissolve like that. Mm-hmm. And Cornelius starts like begging for mercy. Like, I, without the stone, I, don't, I can't even do regular alchemy. I'm just a little guy. Can I leave? It's like, get the hell out of here because uh, he's just pissed off. And outside we see the brothers discussing what happened, recapping each other. And Rose is there aiming the gun at him again, demanding that they give her the stone so she can bring her fiancé back. Because they just want to use it for themselves. But Rose also wants to use it for herself. She's not better. (laughs) Uh, And Ed says the stone's gone. And Rose starts breaking down again uh, and asks what she can do now. Her her only hope, her only reason for living was uh, believing in Father Cornello to bring back her fiancé. And now that it's gone, she's got nothing left. And Ed says he doesn't have the answer for that, and that she just has to move forward and make her own path. No one can know what she'll do but her. And that night we see the townsfolk, understandably, rioting and pissed off at Cornello, demanding that he uh, pays for his crime and tricking them. Mm. And inside the church we see Cornello stumbling, running up to his office, and he sees two people inside. <gasps> a big titty lady and a big round man. That's all you need. Uh, well, <laughs> the two genders. Um... <laughs> tits and ball and he uh, we saw them also plotting in the previous episode like talking on the phone and Cornell says like I'm not going out like this I ain't a punk ass but he is and gets killed when the lady points her finger at him and her finger extends piercing through this brain Mm -hmm. killing him instantly she says they'll have to rework their plan and they'll have to go back and talk to father about this and they'll have to figure out their next move and the big round man goes up and says can I eat him and he starts eating Cornello's body. Yay. Yay. A happy ending. <laughs> Everyone cheered. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> we don't waste. Go to waste. <laughs> we all know my viewpoints about cannibalism. Very yes. pro. Um, <laughs> that's episode three. Yeah. So, are we brotherhood? Are we full metal weeb? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was liking this it's definitely the uh the style of quote-unquote magic the arcane quality to it mm-hmm. uh uh is very similar to uh, uh the name of the wind from patrick rothfuss and i do just love that like hey no it's science it has to come from somewhere if mm-hmm. you're pulling a flame it's from a candle it's not from your soul wanting there to be fire mm-hmm. But also, uh, I love Last Airbender, where the flame is pulled from your soul because you want fire. Yeah, true. <laughs> but Both still, <laughs> I I just love when it's consistent, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not this, and then it's like, oh, no, I just need a fireball because I'm the good guy. Oh, you mean like Hunter Hunter? I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was having a good time. Uh, like, the pace of it, you definitely feel like they're... Okay, there, uh, there's. Uh, let's get through it. But um, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like jarring or uncomfortably paced. That I felt like I was missing stuff. 
it felt uh, condensed well for a person new to the series. Mm. It's dense. It's they do cover all their bases, but it's just like it's dense for the first few episodes. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I like it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. I mean, like I said, I've seen some of it before, and it's it is an iconic classic program. So I think. If you enjoy anime, I don't remember if I said this during the break or in the beginning, whatever. I think if you enjoy anime, you should at least try it, um, whether mm-hmm. it's the original series or this one, because it's, it's you know, it's, it's famous for a reason. A lot of people yeah. like it for a reason. It's very interesting. Like, episode two, like, that part of the show, like, I'm glad that that's the one I took notes on, because that's the part that's most interesting to me, is, like, the weird god mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah I think it's just got a lot of cool elements and it's neat and I love the boys these poor the sad boys. traumatized boys <laughs> um, yeah. don't worry they only get more traumatized <laughs> ah! hey it's an anime I'd expect nothing less <laughs> yeah there is some stuff where it's like it's popular for a reason it's like I don't understand how but this one it's like it stands the test of time. Like my hero academia is popular right now. I don't it's not gonna be a classic. I don't think that was gonna it's struggling right now. I was um, gonna say, but, is it even popular anymore? <laughs> it's definitely not as popular as it once was, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, but this one is still like people still like me talk fondly about like, yeah, I've watched it multiple times over the, my lifetime. It still holds up. It's still great. Mm. Um and one of my favorite things is we watched the creators other series silver spoon Mm -hmm. which is just a farming school like a high school farming show also fantastic and like the opposite end of the genre entirely Mm -hmm. so she's able to cover a lot of stuff and it's i can see so much of things i like based in this like this shaped so many of my interests and tastes and things uh similar to what tess said like the explaining and consistent world building of the magic Mm -hmm. Like, alchemy is magic in this. They say it's science, but it is, like, magic. But it is, like, an understanding rather than just, like, I'm, I'm just a plucky young teenager and I just wanted it hard enough and I have magic powers. <laughs> so, like, there is work. They do. There's a lot of research in the show. Yeah. They have to study a lot. Um, but, yeah, like I said, Brotherhood, the beginning's real condensed. Um, if you want the emotionally drawn-out stuff, if you want to see Rose's journey with a bit more weight to it that's in the original series if you want to see nina and the dog that whole bit that's in the original series yeah. that's like one episode in brotherhood yeah it does not land the same way in brotherhood <laughs> not at all because it, it's like three or four episodes maybe in the original series yeah. so you like kind of spend more time, time with time nina with and the dog yeah. and so when it happens you're like um okay <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's been memed to death yeah. by the internet, so I do wonder the emotional impact it still has for someone watching it for the first time. And if you don't know what we're talking about, don't look it up. Watch don't it. Don't look it Just watch don't the do it. Yeah. It's like episode 14 or 15 of the original series. It's not far in, so like you can just get to it real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, like I said, it's easily my favorite anime like of all time. It's so good and one of my favorite stories of all time, because it is just... I, I think it's so consistently good throughout. Mm. I think it stays this level of quality throughout the entire series. And the OG series is like 30 episodes or something in a movie. The movie's fun. It gets a little weird, but it's fun. <laughs> um, and the Brotherhood is like 50 episodes. 
So, like, even for as good as it is, they don't... It's a thing I've noticed with women manga artists, women mangaka, they don't overstay their welcome. They know when to end a story. And my God, do I respect the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. It's it's so appreciated. Uh, speaking of not overstaying our welcome, <laughs> hey. Zing! I'm, I'm sorry, an old segment. It, it's springing forth. <gasps> What are what are we watching next week? Oh my god! Well, because we actually know this time. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, it's next week. It's the finale. There's one we haven't done. We've been saving it for something, and this feels like it's about the right time. So we're gonna watch Naruto. Digimon season two. What? Oh. Huh? We're gonna watch Don't Naruto. Okay. So uh, the first anime, the, the, first the anime. one that started it all. Yep. <laughs> I have my bones. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we we end the We're show not somehow. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Tessables. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Honey Period D, and on Tumblr at Honey D. Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. I'm primarily on Twitch. Uh, if you wa- if you watch the channels Unsta or Barry, I moderate there. If you're from those communities and listening to this podcast, no, you ain't. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs>